0: This is the state for Thursday, September 21st, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on student life, the MSU Black Students Alliance hosted a town hall to discuss public safety and policing on campus, with Vice President for Public Safety and Chief of Police, Marlon Lynch. The Monday night meeting served as an opportunity for students to learn about public safety and voice any concerns, especially following instances of racial discrimination on campus. One Black Students Alliance, or also known as BSA, member brought up a June 8th incident in which a racist slur was found written outside of the Student Services Building by BSA advisor Jason Morley. Lynch confirmed that the incident was reported to the MSUPD and that an investigation was conducted, but no one was charged. Lynch said that cameras will be installed at the Student Services Building, and he's hoping by the end of the month. This, and other racial discrimination experiences by BSA members on campus, was a motivator for the town hall. One BSA member asked Lynch about how MSUPD is working to ensure Black students are protected from harm and discrimination on campus. Lynch, who said he experienced racism when he was a student at MSU, responded by saying, ensuring is a big word in that sentence there. I would say that steps are being taken. The department also hired its first social worker last year and has been partnering with offices across campus, Lynch said. In an interview after the meeting, Lynch said that a social worker is a good alternative to police when it comes to providing welfare checks to students. Lynch added that in some welfare check situations, the extent of the police's involvement should be limited to assessing the individual and then referring them to a particular office. Lynch stressed a role that organizations like BSA have in improving public safety for Black students. For our second headline, focusing on Michigan State football, Michigan State University's Academic Press has given up the rights to a controversial biography after a review of its accuracy and ethics, but the advocate who began questioning the book over a year ago still wants to know how it was published in the first place. The book, Duffy Doherty, A Man Ahead of His Time, is a purportedly historical work chronicling the former head football coach's groundbreaking recruitment of Black players before the widespread integration of college football. Controversy over the book swelled in May, when the state news first reported that it was published seemingly in violation of the university press's ethics and accuracy standards, with MSU saying it lacked any citations because it was a non-academic work intended for a general audience. It hasn't been sold by the press since July, when it was pulled from MSU's online store for a full content review. University spokesperson Dan Olson said this month that the review is complete and MSU has given the rights to the book back to the author's estate. The press's new decision to give up the rights stops MSU from selling or reprinting the book. But it doesn't completely remove it from the market, as the remaining copies are still available online from third-party sellers like Amazon or Barnes & Noble. For our final headline, focusing on health around campus, For many students, the first weeks back on campus are marked by runny noses and coughs, symptoms of seemingly random sicknesses that affect nearly everyone. Students have coined the term frat flu to describe these symptoms that often show up after they enter the college party scene. While students have a social understanding of the frat flu phenomena, it doesn't have a medical definition. So what are students actually falling sick with? According to university physician Michael Brown, the answer is quite simple, the common cold. Students tend to experience these symptoms during their return back to school because of the increased exposure to people on a college campus, Brown said. Between large class sizes, dorm living, and crowded social events, students are far more likely to interact with someone who has a virus. The serious illnesses that students should be more worried about are influenza and COVID-19, Brown said. As COVID numbers rise across the country, Brown said we can expect to see a similar trend in Ingham County. Although COVID numbers can be harder to track now that a majority of testing is done at home, hospitalizations due to COVID have doubled locally in recent weeks. This suggests a relative peak in the virus, though it is much smaller than previously seen in the pandemic. Ingham County also participates in wastewater surveillance, which can be used to analyze COVID rates in the community. Brown said that he recommends students get the flu vaccine and the COVID vaccine to protect themselves and others. Before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting more clouds and sun with a high of 81 and a low of 59. Thank you for joining us for The State produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back with our last episode of the week tomorrow with more.